0: You're listening to a Big Finish production. And just what is reality anyway?
1: You are late.
2: My apologies, Captain Regent. The calls on my time are legion and multifarious.
3: This is the Big Finish podcast, reality activation date 30th of September 2018.
4: Tuna Companion!
0: You are very welcome to us. A couple of chaps from Big Finish Productions. That's us, Wookie Way, Wookie Woo. I'm Benji Clifford, and he's Nick Briggs. Wookie Hole. <laughs> and together,
3: over the next series of concurrent time segmentations, we're. Why do I talk such rubbish? Uh, We'll be bringing you all that's new and exciting in Big Finish's world of audiobooks and audio drama. Quite a bit of TARDIS action,
0: some controversy, and perhaps, if you're very, very lucky, some startling tangents. Coming up any second now, we plunge into our latest releases with the help of clips and review quotes. Then, it's on to the Big Finish news. Then the controversy hits us right between the ear things and listeners emails oh, blimey it's gonna rock the boat this week i think guys um along with that our latest competition wrapped up and a new one unwrapped it's like christmas but without the snow and feeling uh, too full of food um our guest star slot features big finish composers jamie robertson and howard carter taking us on their theme tune journey Hot on those hills, the Randomoid Selectatron selects another random Big Finish release from the archives for us to have a little bit of a chat about. Nice, Uh, I love it. I love it, it. it's great. Then we round off proceedings with a 15-minute drama tease of our upcoming Doctor Who adventure, The Quantum Possibility Engine, starring Sylvester McCoy, and featuring the return of a Doctor Who comic strip favourite villain. He's a great big alien toad. It's... (laughs) dog bolter i love
3: <laughs> it
4: Ah, oh, superb
3: super i actually am feeling quite full though are you oh, yeah? saying about christmas yeah yeah i just had a big ham sandwich i know you're yet to have your
0: lunch so i'm just making you feel envious i'm not i'm yeah. not hungry do you know what i, I, I mm. just i just i had a banana and a bit of porridge this morning a banana. and, and <laughs> And I'm, I'm feeling rocking. And went
3: down the apples and pears. Went uh, down
0: the old apples and pears, picked up the old jelly bone, dog and bone, no, rather. Not, saw, no. saw you'd... Uh, Knocked go. him in the old Kent Road. Knocked him in the old Kent Road in me whistling flute. Uh, that's Very how good. it goes. Yeah, it's like well, being in
3: an episode of the sweetie. <laughs> um, no, uh, ham, salad, mm-hmm. English mustard, uh, cheese and onion, crisps. <gasps> Um, Walkers, I hope. No, they weren't actually, because they don't do them in our local sandwich shop. Um, I can't remember. Is that sort of where the where the packet's all completely yellow? Anyway. Uh, <laughs> old old remember. crisps <laughs> old, <laughs> no, crisp, old crisps
0: not going to a moldy bit too long. old
3: crisps and a Bakewell cherry tart ooh that, that right? speaks to me on multiple T- levels of happiness Too stuffed i've eaten too much anyway <laughs> let's take a look at
0: them their latest releases this week we're straight in with the avengers too many targets was i correct lies yes
5: yes it's the factory just outside Crawley. Their figures have been falsified. The other two factories are producing genuine data, but the Crawley computer is making false claims.
0: An entire factory falsifying its output. Hmm. But why? They must have
6: known
3: they'd be caught.
5: I don't know. It's a lot of material to purloin. They'd have to be smuggling out complete battleships to account for this much missing material. I must look into it.
3: Oh, yes. Uh, on Twitter, kicknz says hello kick NZ. Don't, don't don't kick new zealand <laughs> hashtag the avengers too many targets by that big finish is full of witty banter clever villains and enough twists and turns to entertain i loved christopher benjamin as mother he's fantastic and i want to listen to avengers lost stories one to seven from top to bottom and so you should
0: kick nz and sci-fi bulletin's verdict break out the champagne It's an Avengers audio movie. Nine out of ten. What is it? I want to talk to you about flying to Belgium. What rubbish are you
6: talking? What romantic nonsense? Do you have any idea what it's like to be shot at? Do you? No. Of course not. So let me tell you. You hear the guns, and then you see the fire. And then perhaps you cannot open your hood, so you're stuck inside a blazing cockpit smelling your own burning skin. Oh, David, stop it. I want to help you. You can help me by taking your heroic schoolgirl fantasies and bothering someone else with them.
1: How dare you? You think just because you've been
5: injured, you're the only one who knows suffering. What about the ones left behind?
6: No. No, Daphne, wait.
5: I don't think we have anything else to discuss,
1: do we?
6: I'm sorry, Daphne. I shouldn't have said those things.
1: I'm tired.
3: On Twitter... Colin deddy D Dede deddy, deddy says, Many thanks for Atta girl Big Finish, and Louise Jameson. In my humble opinion, that's I M H but you know I'm, I'm translating it for people of my age. Uh, this is one of the strongest audio dramas Big Finish have released. Please, in Capitals, do series two exclamation
0: mark. There's oh, the Spitfire, oh, spitfire there from overhead. Had to add it in. Had to be done. We'll have to chance the lift.
5: Gotta get these doors open! They won't budge! They have to! I refuse to die while I'm waiting for a lift. It's no good, Ace. They're almost on us! We'll have to fight! Come on then, you lot! You want us? Try and take us! Ace, no! i
0: Tom Housen on Twitter says, The Dispossessed from Big Finish by Mark Morris is a thrilling and engrossing tale that just keeps you hooked throughout. Cleverly written, utilising the TARDIS trio brilliantly and executed perfectly by the cast. Highly enjoyable.
1: How long were we on that last planet? Four hours?
4: Ian shakes his head and smiles. It was more like 14. You were so tired. You slept on the caravan to the chief botanist's palace. I didn't want to wake you, and you looked so peaceful. Oh, Ian, she says, slumping into a chair. I've lost count. I don't know what day it is anymore. I've been trying to keep track, but there's nothing here that helps. We land, and in my head, it's the middle of the day. But we walk outside, and it's night. Mm.
3: Ah yes, you see, our latest short trip—a small semblance of home—is our latest. Do- I've, I've, I've anticipated the script. Our latest <laughs> first Doctor <laughs> Era release in the short trips range. Tony Filer, our favourite um, son of Bill Filer from *Claws of Axos*. I love the way last week when I mentioned it and I said, you know, maybe he's Bill Filer's son. You said, well, could be, could be. Completely overlooking the fact that Bill Filer is a fictional character.
0: Uh, I- Imagine. I'd, sometimes I amaze myself, to be honest. Such a fool, such oh, dear a dear boy. <laughs>
3: uh, yes. How can you be the son? I'm the son of a fictional character. That's a whole story in itself, isn't it? Being the son of a fictional character.
0: It's quite good, actually. Mm. Yeah, you should write it, Nick.
3: Anyway, I will now. I right forget the podcast. I'm going to write "Son of Fiction." Uh, yeah, Tony Fyler. <laughs> That's exactly I'll what it would be called. Sorry, <laughs> yeah, it would "Son of Listen, Fiction." I, I make these dunna, instant dunna, creative dunna, decisions. Dunna. <laughs> Bill Filer from Clause of Exos, Doctor. What about the Exons? Uh, I don't know whether he ever even <laughs> says that. Uh, anyway, he Tony. Nothing to do with a fictional character called Bill Filer. I just want to uh, emphasise that because this is this is getting into the realms of cyber bullity, bullying, <laughs> Doctor, it's a cyber bullet. Uh, he works for Mass Movement. That's that's Tony Filer, not Bill Filer and it's massmovement.co.uk even though my browser never finds it it's always best to remember the url anyway uh, that that is the biggest preamble to a, a review quote i think i've ever done I um, i'm it i'm willing to make it longer i just want to emphasize it's tony not bill <laughs> uh a small semblance of home yes if you may remember that is what i'm still talking about is ultimately a thing of black and white first doctor loveliness Though to deliver its ending, it will drive you right back to the unpredictable early days. Both of these are things that recommend it to the listener. Go on, forego the cost of one chai latte and have yourself a small semblance of home today. Recommendation. The
6: calendar man can take it all, your years, your months, your days. Live each hour as if it lasts or he'll write your life away.
0: And just a reminder that Doctor Who Watch says of the 11th Doctor Chronicle, once again Jake Dudman that's at Jake underscore Dudman if you want to follow him on Twitter uh, does a fantastic job not only narrating but performing as the Doctor in the Big Finish audio box set hashtag Doctor Who: The Eleventh Doctor Chronicles,
3: and that's it for our whirlwind, rather random tour of our latest releases. Whirlwind, courtesy of Benji Clifford. Thank you. And what people have to say about them. Yeah, more next time. Coming up, pretty darn soon, we'll be diving into listeners' emails, which will hopefully continue to make Benji Clifford relatively happy. Mm-hmm. 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 Yes, I mean yes. that. In the meantime, let's get
0: our teeth into the big finish noise news. <coughs> If you're listening to this on the release day, 30th of September 2018, you're into the final 24 hours of our short trip sale. So get yourself to bigfinish.com immediately. Immediately. If you fancy. Oh, perfect. If you fancy dipping into our range of Doctor Who short story audiobooks narrated by the great and good of Doctor Who, some great bargains to be had. Because you do a David Graham immediately
3: as well.
2: Immediately. (laughs) (laughs) Where is your finger sandwich? Here is your
7: finger sandwich.
2: Love it. <laughs>
0: just, just sort of make yourself feel like you can't speak anymore. Don't and crush speak your stomach any <laughs>
3: Anyway, as we mentioned last week, there are two more exclusive vinyl releases of Big Finish titles in the UK oh, yeah. coming right up. On the 5th of October 2018, HMV will release Doctor Who Cold Vengeance starring David Tennant and Billy Piper. And a finger sandwich. No. Uh, for the second exclusive vinyl record, Sainsbury's will release Doctor Who zygon hunt starring tom baker and louise jameson on the 19th of october 2018 these are limited editions 1250 limited edition vinyls of cold vengeance 2000 slightly more limited edition vinyls of zygon hunt Only one of these is available for pre-order from the uh, retail outlet, and that's HMV. They're offering 250 of the Cold Vengeance vinyl exclusives for pre-order, and you can get them from... uh, HTTPS. (laughs) HMV.com forward slash music forward slash vinyl forward slash doctor hyphen who hyphen cold hyphen vengeance there you are or dash little dashes that's what hyphens are right there you go so at least you might be able to pre-order those but they do vanish rather quickly and i know people get a bit upset not being able to get hold of them
0: Beautiful thing about vinyl as well is that the sound is uncompressed, so it's gonna sound gorgeous, it's gonna look gorgeous. Dynastic. And as well as that, if you've not if you've not had the sensation of putting a needle down on a on a vinyl <sighs> record and hearing <sighs> that wonderful noise, the crackle, the fear which ah, well shouldn't technically crackle, but it always does. Oh, it is, um, yeah. It's glorious. And the other thing well, as well it as, upsets me, it makes me nervous. Oh well, I tell you one thing. I didn't balance my needle the other day, and all my records started skipping. and, oh. I, and I was just like, I, 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 the first one oh. I tried it was a brand new record, and so I was yeah, going yeah, sitting there going, yeah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna send this back. This is unbelievable. But it turned out to be my fault. But anyway, yeah. So check out. You know, it's worth getting hold of a vinyl release. And if you haven't got a player, it, it kind of doesn't matter because they're so beautiful anyway. <laughs> it sounds no, it sounds funny. I know people that collect vinyl that never listen to it. They just like to own it and have it. So. So there right. we go. Uh, who am I to judge? Quick reminder, keep it upright, not down, because then it'll it'll warp if it's on its if it's flat on the floor. Keep I it know. upright. Don't there keep you go. Them on the See floor. See that? Just just looking out for everybody there. Had to well be done. done. You're a very caring person. I, I like to think so. I try to be. Mm. Mm. Now, go and sleep on the pavement, Nick. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but
3: upright, so you don't warp. Yeah,
0: don't... <laughs> Some people just like to look at you. They won't even play you. Um so uh so we what na- that means but I, I'm no, 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 I don't know. Who knows? <laughs> Sometimes I baffle myself. Uh, so now we're going to be talking about that day, that special day in November. Ooh. Big finish day. A lot of people have been requesting this over the course of, what, like two years since we did the last yeah, one? Yeah, yeah. And a so long finally, time. it's happening, and it will be at the yeah. Quad in Derby on the 3rd of November, very soon. Headline guests for this one are Sylvester McCoy and Sophie Aldred. Come on, it's the ultimate team. Ace! Um, but others that you Money. can look forward to seeing are as follows, and in no particular order. Matthew Waterhouse, Jacob Dudman, Elliot Chapman. Elliot Chapman's not going, is he? He is. I thought he wasn't. I thought he had to pull out, didn't he? Did he? I think so. Really? I believe. I. I think so. Yeah. I, he hasn't told me. I thought that he had to, because he's doing some really crazy recordings. I don't know, but I'll. I'll read the. I'll read the list out anyway. And you can. You can. Yeah. Do what you want to do. Matthew Waterhouse Jacob Dudman Elliot Chapman India Fisher Racky Thakra Lisa Bauman, Mark Elstorp Tim Trelaw, There'll be a Cosplay contest So bring your costumes And we will be giving A special prize For anybody that comes As over Blakey Yes right oh, I hate you I hate you Podcaster I hate you <laughs> There'll also be A live podcast On stage With loads of guests And a breathtaking Bonanza Of pick and mix Questions Randomly selected For them You name it It could very well Be in there <laughs> Should be quite a ride. So, see you there. Oh, and that there,
3: right there, there, is the end of the news for this week. Slap, bang, wallop. Coming up soon, Big Finish composers Jamie Robertson and Howard Carter continue to wow us with their rather lovely theme tunes. But before that, it's... um it's on to i don't know what i've written here i clearly d- lost concentration during <laughs> writing this it's on listeners blooming emails isn't it what what's that mean
0: <laughs> well it's obvious isn't
3: it it's it's only it's o- it's only listeners blooming emails in it <sighs> thank goodness there's a great writer working on this show
0: That's right, I love an email. Emails are what makes the world go round. And when Literally. you actually think about it, it actually yes, is kind I'm, of I'm true. I'm thinking about it now. You, it? Know, you think about it, Everything's I'm pretty much done it. by email now. I mean, Big Finish would implode if we didn't have emails. Can you imagine that one? Is that a good or a bad thing, though? Well, I don't yeah. know. I suppose it's fine because the emails are okay. Like, you know, if, if, if they were like cost 50 quid to send an email oh, I mean, you know or 18 pounds i think it is to send a telegram now um you know you could be in Imagine trouble that. yeah but um you know given that it's it's a free thing i'd say we're all right but i love yeah, them
2: yeah
3: yeah
0: and if you love them do you love you f- them i do i certainly do and I'm actually no, i've never have heard that. that no well <laughs> well i'm full of surprises nick you <laughs> know me always always baffling people with Something or another, but if you love them out there and you'd like to get in touch with us because it's a yes. great way to have a chat with us, let us know what you're thinking. We'll we'll talk back and all that. then you can send an email to podcast at bigfinish.com. That's yeah, podcast. That down, yeah. That's right. Yes, yeah, the cast at the that's process. the squiggly a that we discussed yeah. in a few podcasts back. Oh yeah. That's yes. big finish. Uh, oh, all yeah. one word there, or two words as one. Is word, one. one word. com. One you got it. Com. What's the What's the com stand for? Communication, isn't it, or communication? Let's I see. Know. What does .co.uk stand for? I suppose dot .communications. Dot Kingdom. I
3: think we should ask these questions at random points. During
0: the podcast. <laughs> what is the meaning of
3: computer? Anyway, right.
0: <laughs> Why are we here? So anyway, uh, the first one here is from uh, John Ryan. Hello, John. Uh... Greetings, impresarios Briggs and Clifford. I write to you once more from the depth of reality after an eternity. Why? Well, the fact that I'm still internally squeeing from having my name dropped in the podcast twice means that I have to let this out somehow uh, for fear of bursting into a million pieces with utter joy. Um, So whilst I have you, some points and questions. Ah, now we come to it. Here we go. Yeah, enough of the joy. What's it (laughs) going to hit us with? Number one. I guess I should first explain the reasoning behind why my name has been dropped. I and a a good many others are members of the Big Finish Listener's Facebook page. Mm. We're an utter madhouse, but a lovely madhouse. (laughs) <laughs> and, and we like to discuss all the all the news uh, that emerges on the Big Finish website website. Somewhere along the line someone decided to start transcribing the podcast news. Brackets no idea who or when. And uh-huh. I just sort of inherited the duty. I also can't remember when this was. As for why this is done, it's mainly to keep members of the page in the loop about the news items and lovely yes. little nuggets of info for discussing for the benefit of people who aren't used to the structure or the format of a podcast uh, as opposed to an audio drama uh-huh. and can only be seen by members of the group. No one else. That said, only you, um, Jeff. Only you. Only you, Jeff. That said, when these happen now, the podcast is mentioned and linked first because I truly believe, tangents and all, that it is the best, uh, most uh, down-to-earth and entertaining podcast uh, I ever listened to. And I want everyone to have a share of that. So whilst the weekly posts might still happen, purely for discussion reasons, uh, it will be more the podcast out, have a listen, it's brilliant, and then the discussion topics, because everyone needs a bit of business and nick in their lives there we go well, thanks for uh, that one john yeah it's it's, it's it's an interesting one you know putting the news oh. on there it's sort of it's a mixed one because i totally get why you do it i totally understand but at the same time it's, it's one of those things it's always a bit weird for us because like we kind of spend hours like you know we we've got to record it and then nick's got to edit it and then it's got to go out and so it's sort of sometimes it baffles us when we see it and we go oh because it's sort of a lot of energy that that we do, but I get where you do it. So I, it's you know it's 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 a mixed bag, isn't it? Really, I thought it was day.
3: well well argued by John there. Definitely, right. no, yeah, I, yeah. I think so he carries on. He's got far. He's got four more points.
0: Well, he does say here actually, uh, bloody Eck. It's a long one. So he does know that his his email is is out there. Uh, So we've got number two here, Bloodline, with a lot of exclamation. This is still from John. This This is still from John. Yeah, Yeah. Uh, Dark Shadows Bloodline is finally happening. I truly, I'm going to get a cushion. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to sit down. (sighs) Uh, I truly can't wait for this. After there we go. Oh, he's actually got one. Look at that. You look. (laughs) You look like some kind of alien from um, like something from the Twilight Zone. That sort of style. Yes. If know, what, see what Nick. What was that
3: voice?
0: That was, I I just said, you said an alien and I just went yes. that's <laughs> like they almost, an alien. That's, that's what they absolutely. sound like on the planet Ziggle. That's um, right. Anyway, yet, sorry, back to John. Yeah. Back to John, yeah, he said, I truly can't wait for this. After getting to listen to Bloodlust last October, this one is going to be something truly special. The one question I have with it is will there be a free sequel episode similar to the Venus Snowflake, but more Valentiney to match the wedding feel? Do you know i
3: don't know that's a really good question but um it just occurred to me that you know since uh, john condenses our podcast into just a few sentences online maybe we should do that with his emails uh, here's an email from john ryan it's got some stuff in it anyway on to the next email <laughs> no wouldn't do that john okay on to point three what is it? what else okay so
0: point th- did you answer the question on that one no
3: no i, I can't you see i was being a politician i avoided answering because I, I don't know the answer is the is the actual answer the which a- is what a politician
0: would never say that's very that's very true very true Number three here is uh, is a question. Um, number four... Um, <laughs> number three. Here, uh, something that keeps popping into my head every now and then uh, oh are dear. the big Finnish classics and how ruddy oh, yeah. marvellous they are. Oh. Are there any plans for the range to continue in any way or will the eventual release of Jekyll and Hyde mark its end?
3: Well, the eventual release of Jekyll and Hyde. I'm very sorry that it is very eventual, isn't it? I still haven't done it. Um, uh, not necessarily. Uh, the, the, you know, it's it's all open to, yeah, we're we're not thinking of stopping doing them, we're just waiting for the next good idea.
0: Number four then, are there any plans to give Rufus Hound's meddling monk his own spin-off? He has been flawless and brilliant in every appearance and with the news that he'll be alongside Missy in her new spin-off, it seems right that he should have his own at some future point. Just imagine
3: that's a really good idea isn't it um but we, we love rufus howard He's such a nice bloke such a brilliant actor and just a, a joy to be with and bump into on the tube As happened to me not that long ago um but uh, no um I, I think he'll continue to appear a lot as as long as we can still get hold of him he's a very busy fellow no no plans
0: for uh, his own spin-off
3: but it's quite tempting isn't
0: it hmm just imagine, I think, really is the the Just term on that one. Just imagine. Number five: uh, Are there any uh, are there any plans on new IPs, original or licensed, to be introduced anytime soon to add to the vast range of amazing releases you are known for?
3: Well, without giving anything away, yes.
0: Oh, LPs? <laughs> the, uh, no, IPs, intellectual property. Oh, intellectual. I was, th- I was thinking of an IP yeah. address. Oh no, yeah, for well, a that, I was, I was getting yeah. really confused. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> yeah it is yeah, intellectual property. Um,
3: uh, yeah, Yes there are there are several things that are in the works uh, that for one reason or another can't be announced but that will definitely be happening. Um, I can think of three that I've for want of a less grown-up word negotiated. <laughs> <laughs> um, it makes it sound like I'm do- I do a proper job or something. Uh, yeah so and i'm bursting with excitement over them and and but um the time is not right yet uh, for all sorts of dull reasons but um no i do know they're definitely going to happen they're definitely going to happen
0: so we can look forward to nicholas briggs reads the highway code um <laughs> <laughs> can you imagine yeah something the holiday makers Guide to malta um narrated by john banks um, it'd be superb wouldn't it just yeah, so many yeah. so many possibilities yeah
3: money has changed hands that's that's why I know it's going to happen you know money has been paid money has been paid
0: therefore yes. you can, yeah, exciting exciting God. What's his final point? So the final point here is, and finally, uh, will we be seeing you two possibly doing a spot of cosplay at Big Finish Day? Benji could come as the Fruit Pastel Doctor, uh, and Nick could don the guise of Field Marshal Montgomery, <laughs> or dare I suggest, the terrors of Horror Blakey. Ooh. <laughs> I can't dress as
3: Horror Blakey because I'm going to award a special prize to whoever to horror comes Blakey. As Horror Blakey. I've no idea what the prize is yet. Anyway. Hmm. Um, no,
0: I'm not going in no, cosplay. D- do you know what, actually? The, the the funny thing about the Fruit Pastel Doctor is, when I used to wear him, I had this great 70s jacket with side vents and all this business in it. Oh, yeah. um, I moved house and I lost it, so actually it, does, it doesn't it does exist anymore. But yeah, ironically, um, that... That jacket was recorded as part of my Foley collection, so um, it, it features in nearly every uh, big finished production that I do sound design for. Um, you can hear that jacket being worn it exists, by the characters it, as a waveform. It, uh, it it exists only
3: as a waveform. I expect the the, the Vardens would be quite interested in that. Wouldn't well, they? They, love,
0: they do love a good jacket, I, I must say. Well, a waveform, like. well, a waveform, but also a jacket. Well, probably,
3: yes. Oh, it would, know, no, it would yeah. have to be made of tin foil for the Vardens to like it.
0: But, <laughs> <really> yeah.
3: <laughs> it must sound had a had certain
0: t- way. I haven't
3: got any tin foil. What's the matter with me? Oh, Call myself a sound design. No,
0: I, ha- I haven't got anything of any particular. Hmm. I've got an old pork pie thing. Oh, <laughs> That's there from the other day. <laughs> I know. I, pu- I put
3: it in my drawer to hide it from my wife. So that she doesn't know I've been eating pork pies. I've got, I've, I've got a
0: tape measure here, which can sort of. No, it does nothing for me. No, does
3: it? I, I thought maybe if you hold it out straight yeah, and. If, wiggle if I do it. The, hold on. That's,
0: that's kind it. of there, isn't it?
3: Yeah. when you think. Benji's taken his own eye out. It's like the, with it's a
0: snake like from Planet of the Daleks. <laughs> or as what it's, do they call it? A coil.
3: Yes, yeah, the, the plant creature yes poor benji lost his headphones then
0: i did i, I suffer for my art nick as you yeah. know S- oh, no. sliced
3: off his own nose it's stuck, <laughs> it's, it's stuck in the right.
0: carpet casters of my chair the windmills of my mind. Um he just signs off here and says anyway thanks for all the hours of fun and laughs from every podcast so far and from the ones yet to come and I cannot wait to meet you again at big finish day the live podcast and unwrapped are going to be fun all the best John Ryan. Is there going to be an unwrapped? I don't think there's going to be an unwrapped there, is there? I we could, un- we, could we could unwrap we could just unwrap something. Yeah. Get Chris oh, up to, maybe... to un- unwrap. Oh. Could we... A pork pie. <laughs> and now Chris Griffin is going to unwrap the pork
3: pie. <laughs> I think we've got to do that. Um, anyway, after all that hilarity, uh, some controversy now. Uh, And obviously, uh, that word controversy is uh, controversial because uh, some people like to say controversy and some people like to say controversy. A lot of people think that the controversy pronunciation comes from America and we should. And it's very British to say controversy. But funnily enough, I heard it the other way round, that even though Americans do say controversy now, the original English pronunciation was controversy as well. But anyway, discuss. Please send me lots of emails (laughs) about that, folks. Um, Benji will not read them out <laughs> <laughs> anyway this is from uh, Ian Plowman who's particularly unhappy um, about the Star Cops theme tune he says he. I have to say that Ian has written in a number of times uh, in an extremely negative way and I think this is about the first one that is suitable to be read out if i can put it that way dear mr briggs for once i agree with you you are a miserable moaning old so-and-so which is what i said about me not liking the um the original star cops theme which was a song by uh, Justin Hayward, he said. Your personal, in capital letters, view on the theme should be kept to yourself and not influence the decision to change to change it. Uh, brackets, the replacement is crap, B-T-W. That's, uh, by the way. <laughs> Close brackets. Uh, you're also so blind to see the other people's comments, brackets, like the email you read out and Twitter comments, that people don't want it changed. Uh, one of the emails I read out was from... Um, paul cornell uh who who you know is a writer of note and a a loyal follower of the big Finish podcast and i did speak to paul about it because i thought maybe because i was a little bit sort of perhaps overly humorous about it and not really taking into account that some people have deeply held views on these things you know they're important to people and i worried that I'd maybe upset Paul as well but he said that he wasn't remotely upset about my larking about during his email and um it, I showed him Ian's email and, and Paul wanted to say that he very much didn't like the attitude of uh, the email I'm currently reading out can't say I'm that please with it um it's obvious from your comments that you won't be restoring the original theme ian goes on much to my sadness brackets because i loved this series close brackets i would love to add it to my 350 plus big finish library but i won't You'll also be pleased to learn that I'm also unsubscribed from the podcast. I'm just so fed up listening to your self-important voice and your constant me, me, me comments. Some of your audio output should be renamed to The Nick Briggs Show because you appear in so much. Have a nice day, Ian. It's very funny, isn't it, to say something quite so horrid as that and then say, have a nice day. What, thoroughly unpleasant message, quite frankly. Well, I can only imagine that he's trying to be humorous. Anyway, we did, uh, we had a look into some of Ian's red available social media posts because he just wanted to see where he was coming from and um, he says quite a few unpleasant things on Twitter uh, something to do about a female doctor he says doctor who is dead and the beginning of the end for big finish won't be buying anymore um, apparently also he did say that after saying he wouldn't buy star cops he did buy star cops and then still didn't like the th- I just don't really follow that um, he says about Star Cops: spoilt by having the original theme tune replaced, this is on Twitter, and the introduction of a gay, you have to tick those PC boxes, character Hex, oh sorry Paul Bailey, obviously making a joke about the fact that um, uh, Hex and Paul Bailey are played by the same actor. And also um, the Doctor Who fan show, there was a tweet about that having, uh, uh, when Crystal came in and did a report on that, on on, um, Jake Dudman doing the 10th Doctor Chronicles, and she came in and dressed up as the 10th Doctor and did her rather um, outrageous impersonation of David Tennant. And Ian's reaction to that on Twitter was, "'Women taking over again, bloody awful.'" So I think there we are. I think we we've got the uh, the measure of Ian there. So
0: um, sounds like no, he, he has yeah. a lot of fun,
3: doesn't it? Yeah, it not like happy really... about gay characters and
0: not happy about women. Um, you'll, and, you'll find Ian re- residing in the 1970s. <laughs> um. <laughs> well, you know,
3: which um, he's entitled to do, I suppose. Absolutely. Uh, but yeah. he won't he- be hearing any of this because he's unsubscribed from the podcast. Um but uh, although he has said he's going to stop listening to Big Finish, and then then does listen to it, so it's all it's all a bit confusing.
0: Anyway, over to you, Benji. Well, let's hope this next email is slightly more pleasant. Um, <laughs> so this one here is from Daniel Stra um emailing in to say under the subject line of etsy hey nick and benji uh, last week you were talking about etsy and unlicensed stuff you can get there i know that nick said it's not his place to judge but i must say one thing nick remember bbv hmm.
3: <laughs> so this is another email slightly giving me a hard time uh, i would like to just point out just for the sake of pedantry that um daniel doesn't say remember he says remember but that's just a typo that's just me being picky <laughs> um but uh i do remember bbv um i don't know quite what your point is i think you're saying you did unlicensed things once. but
0: weren't weren't they licensed wasn't the whole point of bbv that they, they had the license to the monsters that's correct
3: yes there we go yeah they I- did come a bit of a cropper i think with the bbc at one point when when Bill Baggs who ran it sailed a bit close to the wind and he got a letter from the BBC saying you can't call that character uh, the Professor uh, and Ace you can't call it so he changed their names to the the, the Domini which is, is is it Latin for Doctor I don't know and and uh, and Dorothy because that was Ace's name real yeah. name. so yeah but I see I see what you're saying. Well, I don't it's BBV's not the one to quote. It's Audio Visuals. Where back in the day I played the doctor. So Is
7: that the theme tune.
0: Yeah. Oh. <laughs> mm-hmm. Sorry. Just just came into I my head. There's I've
3: the thought- second theme that goes do, do, do. Jim Mortimer did that great yes. memories great memories mm. um it's true yes back in the day I did uh, little amateur fan things um that uh that were unlicensed so uh that's why I did say that I understood the situation that people were in and uh and it was just um as I'm as I said last time because benji started talking about the candles and saying they were wonderful i thought as a a representative of a company that is licensed by the bbc it perhaps wasn't appropriate for me to sit here and go "Hmm, yes unlicensed candles but you know i thought it was just i could have edited that bit out but i just thought it was it's an interesting area of discussion
0: i don't know why i was talking about candles to be honest i just just spout. i just spout sort of madness as it comes out i think out you of saw it mouth. on etsy didn't you yeah i did yeah, see that's it on why etsy. you started talking about
3: them because they exist not exist not exist exist Ex- um but Ex- yeah interesting so just uh, get a little bit of a telling off there from daniel but th- thanks for for writing in and sort of going yes you can't have an opinion because you did this once uh time now to wrap up our latest competition and
0: unwrap a new one <laughs> The Prize! Bernice Summerfield, The Story So Far, Volume 1, released to celebrate the 20th anniversary of the archaeologist and doctor's companion, Bernice Summerfield. Well that was the prize, here is the question. Which TV Doctor Who story did Bernice Summerfield star actor Lisa Bowerman feature in? Hmm. Subject line in your email should be Benny, and the closing date for entries will be the 28th of September, the day before Nick's birthday.
3: (laughs) Yes, well, so that, that has passed, and this is what the winner said. Hello, gents. The answer is Survival, the final broadcast story for the classic series. Obviously, Ghostlight was recorded last. And that, it says, cheers, Aaron J. Climas from Australia. And we know Aaron, Aaron, Aaron. Never pronounce that name properly, do I? Aaron, 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 Aaron. Uh, but anyway, you have won. Yes, well done.
0: Just the start, Mitch. Just the start. Sorry, I was just quoting Survival Survivor oh. there. Do you know,
3: I, I only saw it once
0: <laughs> I really like it, actually I love the music in it by um, Dominic Glynn as well Oh, it's very good, Dominic Absolutely and rocking the, uh, the Korg M1 uh, synthesizer for that entire thing Brilliant <laughs> Um, but yeah, congratulations Aaron uh, CD is on the way to you from Cheryl in the warehouse And Nick has whammed a download in your account as well So it's all yours mate uh, But now of course we have a new competition That's right, the fun never stops in this house of of fun um, Here's <laughs> our new competition The prize for this one is The Diary of Riversong Volume 4 The question Which famous historical lady did Alex Kingston star as? Clue uh, for this one is fortunes and misfortunes subject line is river and the closing date is friday the 12th of
3: october the winner will be chosen entirely ridiculously randomly good
0: luck and that's the end of the competition. and the emails they're gone zoom <laughs> off they trot goodbye the
3: randomoid selectatron will be along so so very soon very soon yes yes mm, mm. yes i was there i saw it happen <laughs> oh that was Those quite good i yeah. could only travel on metal
0: <laughs> these are. Uh, i'm trying to think of a quote now this man just...
3: killed the other two men in my patrol
0: was that? <laughs> what it said? then
3: oh,
2: you sh- shall replace them join the other prisoners continue your patrol
0: Now, just just insert the sound of sort of caster wheels clackety clacketing along <laughs> there, there weren't though <laughs> on the ramp them. they certainly did i seem you to recall
3: you can't hear them because it's all muted that's what they did in the movies not in the tv series
0: oh I, I was thinking of the tv series oh, actually no, no, no you're no. totally right yeah, in the movies oh, yeah. they did they, they did a much classier job didn't they of course, they had the time and energy. Anyway. I, I, the thing I love about the um, the movies just have to put this in there. I just love the fact that the Daleks have an, like an actual analog bell, like as their alarm. Like they have a bell. <laughs> the Daleks like sitting around and decided thought, yeah, I quite like a bell. <laughs>
3: I, wouldn't it be great if you know you cut to a Dalek in a room and, they, and you heard him go <laughs> emergency, and then he goes over to the bell and starts tapping it, you know, like with a special a, like a, a special, like,
0: a special um, uh, arm for it as well, like a the, whole the design vibra- vibrates like a, like a woodpecker.
4: <laughs> I am oh. ringing the bell.
0: <laughs> the bell ringer Dalek, I love it. <laughs> Definitely owns a church somewhere as well. Uh, (laughs) The bell ringer diabolical. Activate the bell! No, look, he's got a bell. (laughs) Susan, stay back. Oh, dear. Bell of the Daleks. The boy with the knack. The bell with the knack. Um, But yes, anyway, now it's (laughs) time for for the Randomoid Selectatron, so... No,
3: no, 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 Uh, no, it isn't.
0: Oh,
3: Oh, yes, no, for, no, no you peeked no. too soon for uh, it's oh, gosh. For, before the Boy election it's time for our musical maestros jamie robertson and howard carter to chat about some more stuff this may be the last time i'm not sure for them because there's just,
7: just so much
3: so tell me about doing the 60s one i thought it was amazing Oh, brilliant finally.
7: actually i think i had a word with howard then because he'd just done um, howard
3: carter yeah
7: yes. i think he'd just done uh, one of the main range setting the, the right. beatles one I, uh, yes. I, mean, yes. mine's gone. I know. You know. Yeah. Oh, on I postcard. can see the cover. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But anyway, go on. But yeah. so, uh, so obviously, it's a similar sort of feel to it and that. And I asked him like how he did instrumentation, like you know what what products he used and stuff like that. And so I went away and had a little tweak. And next minute, Ooh. I send that in. Yeah, that was. I think that was Lisa who asked for that. Yeah. Actually, she did. Yeah, yeah. Lisa um, Bauman. Yeah. Who, Direct mm, Yeah, yeah. I haven't spoken to her for a while, actually I'll have to catch up. But she you know, she's she's good as a director, she tells that yeah, what, what sort of stuff we want. We had a little backwards and forwards couple of tweaks and then there you go, sent it to Howard and he uh dropped it in and everyone heard it. <laughs> And obviously, um, because it, we was at the end, um, was it earlier in the year, the last mm. one, yeah. uh, we did, uh, yeah, I just decided for myself, just a bit of closure, because it would have been the last time probably it's going to be played, so uh, mm. I, f- I figured a, an ending version, and it does, and it's kind of, and, it, and actually Tom got it right on the video, uh, like a curtain call, I called it call, yes. and uh, yeah, Tom Saunders that's who did it our, and he did a video that's for it, it yeah. and, the, and the curtain comes down for the yeah. last time so it makes me chill thinking about it actually so yeah
3: I remember you offering that version mm. of it and we just all thought yeah yeah,
7: yeah I just did it uh, on my happen. own oh, at, right. back I say Moose <laughs> <That> was, <laughs> I do apologise like, ah, so, yeah. I got an exciting animal here that. to
3: make weird noises yes
7: do you have pets yeah rec- no, oh, no, no. Okay, yeah. I've got a
3: son that'll do for me no, oh
7: yeah I bet he's getting on now is he how old is yeah, he Yeah, he's,
3: get, he's getting on yeah he's nine
7: wow blimey yeah. blimey governor
3: oh, I know time flies <laughs>
7: doesn't it it has yeah it'll be a secondary school soon
3: yeah a couple of years to oh go. Then, yeah. Trouble. Yeah, then trouble then yeah. trouble starts
7: oh. so <laughs> yeah so um, yeah that was Jago and, and I do love that oh. theme it's a, it's a lovely theme yeah, thank it's you a, Moose a, it's a, yeah Moose agrees as well
3: what uh, what other themes have you done?
8: Um I think there's that uh, there's the new adventures, there was on oh, the War Doctor as well, which
3: was The War another... Doctor which was a sort of adaptation of your new adventures, one, Yeah, it? it
8: was. I think uh, you and I uh, spoke about this. We kind of evolved it, took it further, just essentially made it more aggressive. So um again moving all the melodies into sort of the lower brass, making it quite raspy and a lot more um metallic percussion. Just making it a little bit more combative.
3: (laughs) Yeah, all that da 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 da. Very much like reminiscent of uh, Mars, the bringer of war. Yeah, exactly. But keeping that famous
8: triplet rhythm. again it's like having that I mean the Doctor Who theme is such a great template in so many ways because it's got a little rhythmic motif it's got the famous melody um, and when you've got those things they translate and have translated over the course of what is it now uh, however many years and however many generations and however many different styles of music it's still recognisable and it still works and it's still very malleable I think that's the
3: the real um, test of a good theme yeah Ron Grainer was the go-to man for themes particularly in the 60s there were so many themes done by him, you know, Doctor Who, Steptoe and Son, The Prisoner. I can yeah. think, think of three off the top of my head, yeah. it's, it's, and all very different. Those three themes are entirely different. That's it.
8: I mean, it's it's again. It's being able to um, bend those amusing writing skills to the <laughs> to the project and, and whatever it needs. It's um, yeah. I mean, but the Doctor Who theme in particular. I mean, it's just the the very original one. It's just such an incredible piece of music, isn't it? I mean, it's. Just how inventive it was and considering... I mean, I almost feel guilty sometimes because we have so many um, resources available to us and it's so easy to record. You know, a director can say, I need it to sound like this orchestra. I need it to sound like this. And you can do it with a few clicks of a button. Then, of course, it was, you know, tape (laughs) and doing everything by hand. And it's just so much more effort. Uh, Not that
3: it's not hard now, but... um, It gives you more creative freedom but you still the raw creativity is is still as as difficult or still as taxing i would say
8: there's a great little phrase that i i I tend to work by and it's it's when you starve yourself of resources you become more resourceful and i think sometimes that's the case when you have just a handful of synths and tape and you have to get it right in a couple of takes otherwise you know you have to do the whole thing again i think you become a lot more attentive and you do become more creative because you've got a make the best yeah. uh, you can with the tools you have. No, that's true. Um, and so you know, I need to I, delete I all my sample libraries then. And <laughs> <start again. laughs>
3: well, it's nice to, I mean, I tell you, I don't know whether this sounds familiar to you and I feel, I, I always blush to mention my musical efforts in front of yourself who I regard as a proper composer and I'm just a tinkerer. Not at um, all. B- bless you, thank We're you for that. We're all It's <laughs> almost like I <a, laughs> um, I try to limit myself to a, a small as small a set of instruments or sounds as possible so as not to, you know what I mean? Because otherwise it's like someone who's got too many coloured paints and they just go splashing in and it's just a mess and you can't discern more. anything from it. So I try. I think, well, do you know, I'm going to try and do this series with just a violin, a flute, uh, a few drums and, you know, maybe a piano or something like that, you know.
8: Yeah, I mean, it's I've, I've, I've done something similar going back doing the um, first Doctor Adventures at the moment because um, we do, obviously there's the historical ones and then there's the uh, slightly more... Uh, is it fair to call them sci-fi episodes but they yeah, are yeah yeah. I've, I've done exactly that it's like you're just using synthesizers for these and wacky effects and no real instruments at all and wherever possible just don't do anything melodic <laughs> and it's yeah yeah it's incredibly liberating just to sort of it's almost like sound designing instead of composing yeah. but again it's yeah. uh, like you say you have that much smaller palette and it forces you to just be more creative like okay so this is and Ash Tarlan just been skewered. How can I make this really, really um,
4: <laughs>
8: you know, interesting just using
3: a Moog filter? Yeah, gosh. And you hear more of that in uh, music on television now. I noticed that in the one that's popular at the moment, that will have been and gone probably by the time this bit of the interview is out, but a thing called Bodyguard that's on yeah. the BBC One at the moment. I hear a lot of weird Moog filters going on. Sometimes there's an entire queue just... Well, you know, and that's all they do, and I love it. The the other thing is, and
8: this is probably more of a boring industry thing, is that the the tools to write this music and to make it sound big and orchestral um, have just become so readily available, which in one way is great. I mean, even, you know, I've been like I said, I've been doing this for about ten years now, and the the change in quality of samples we have uh, to use is incredible. I mean, it's it's um, really revolutionised the way you can write and what your limitations are, but at the same time, it means that everyone essentially ends up sounding a little bit the same. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think there's probably a move for people to start doing slightly more interesting, wacky, creative stuff, which is fantastic. You know, that's what, that's yeah. what you really want. You want a director to say, yeah. just just go mad, just, you know, go off the deep end and do
3: whatever you want it becomes more individualistic and you get a variety of flavors really otherwise yeah you're, you're just having bangers and mash every night as well it you're just
8: having Hans Zimmer
3: every time which is yeah it's, it's a bit of a problem and you I, and, you know not naming which is any great other. but you yeah. don't want to hear it all the time
8: no exactly and Hans Zimmer's obviously just you know taken on another sort of Hollywood school and it becomes so repetitive it's like when you hear a Hollywood trailer it's like I know exactly what's going to come it's going to be bang 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 for <laughs> five minutes and uh yeah it's it's just a lot more exciting when you get people who are thinking okay what am i going to do
3: this time that's completely different yeah absolutely that's that's my excuse for being rubbish i was just being different yeah exactly (laughs) different covers a lot of bases it's very useful splendid fellows
0: marvelous chaps cool cats, cool characters. Uh, time now, of course, for the Randomoid Selectatron. Oh. So, for the second time now, here we go. K- <laughs> that epic music. Okay, what have we got? I'm ready to type it into my Okay, engine. bada-bing, bada-boom. We got number 59, The Emerald Tiger, written oh. and directed by, by Barnaby, Barnaby Edwards. Edwards yes. This is released uh, April 2012. Now, this, this makes Doctor me Story. Um,
3: very sad in a way Let- <laughs> and on that note let's play the trailer coming soon from Big Finish Productions on an island in the centre of the valley was
4: the temple of the Emerald Tiger and inside the tiger
2: itself oh Calcutta land of the goddess Kali
6: you could have shot Missa you idiot Never speak to a British officer like that, boy. Be careful,
0: Doctor! Oh, why break
4: the habit of a lifetime? There is an evil at the center of
5: that lost world. A heart of darkness. Doctor, we need to move now. Something's coming. I can hear it. Something
3: big.
2: This is the kingdom of the Emerald Tiger. There are no hiding places.
4: I'll find you, Lisa. I'll find a way down and rescue you. I promise. Just stay alive.
3: Who forbids it, John?
2: Lord of Jungle. God. The jungle does not belong to man. This is the realm of the beast. <laughs>
3: subscribers get more at bigfinish.com the reason it makes me sad is because this is written by barnaby edwards and barnaby i would love him to write some more doctor who but he's he said i think he's he didn't want to do it the last time i asked him and we all we all move on but anyway barney still directs lovely stuff for us and he's still and he's one of my dearest dearest friends um got together a fantastic cast here and it's a lovely rip roaring adventure of a story uh sherry Lungi, he got in this yeah very jealous i tried to hire her for something and she wasn't available i didn't didn't want to do it so
0: it was very good to get her i tell you what i'm loving about this one actually is the behind the scenes photos are absolutely cracking they look like they're they're done by sort of like an old church it's really quite quite cool
3: oh well i tell you that's just up the road from the moat is it but, really? yeah there is that's the studio we mainly use and 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 there's a park nearby and that's the And barnaby always finds interesting places to yeah that, that, that don't yeah that doesn't look like north london does it
0: not at all no it looks like something it's like it looks like a new itv series based in I don't know the, the west of England but, um, absolutely lovely <laughs> yeah. stuff though well, and really Barnaby nice.
3: is an amazing photographer I mean we've been very very lucky that he has you know done photographs for us in the past and they always enhance the productions he's directed uh, yeah this is this Randomoid Selection Sean, is a love letter to Barnaby Edwards my dear friend
0: well, he's a talented yeah. guy he's got so many strings to his bow and he continues is, to uh, you know when you see him on Twitter and stuff continues to to just produce so many fun things from you know, uh, from amazing arts as well. Oh yeah, he's a brilliant artist. Absolutely
3: superb. Yeah. It's just lovely, and he does people's portraits and paints their animals and all this. I don't mean he turns up to their house with a. a a tin of paint and you know suddenly someone turns <laughs> around and finds their Labrador's being painted blue <laughs> although now i've said that he'll he'll be considering it i know he will because he's Could a, very be a enterprising business man <laughs> you know? but uh no i i always look forward to seeing him the, the thing about barney is that we knew each other through other friends for quite a long time uh but then when we worked on doctor who together uh on that first one dalek uh, where you know he was in the Dalek and I was doing the voice, and it was just the two of us were the Dalek team, and the Daleks were so special coming back. Uh, we were we were treated like like lords, you know, on <laughs> set and everything. Everyone was very excited about us being there, and we just had the most glorious time, um, you know, both on set and all the sort of celebratory behaviour off set as well. Um, so um, and that is when Barnaby and I although we would known each other as I say for years really bonded and I think that um, if I can put it in this slightly perverse way uh, we never recovered from that bonding we you know I mean, we, we've always been close since then and, it, and it's been uh, uh, g- a great fun and I was always keen to get him you know he directed some big finish before I became executive producer but you know I, I could see how good he was with people. He's brilliant with people um, and, uh, you know, just very sensitive to other people's considerations and, uh, and that, that m- helps make a good director. I knew he was full of fantastic ideas and uh, very knowledgeable about drama and about acting and, and what have you, and to this day, we continue to employ Barnaby whenever we can. There you are, magic. Absolutely Emerald Tiger, cracking, Going over, yeah,
0: cracking release there from Ran. uh So yeah, check that out. Yeah, number fifty nine, the Emerald Tiger. That's from the main monthly range, and that'll be obviously there'll be uh twenty five percent off. So well you, done for
3: remembering. I completely forgot that. You
0: can't knock it, can you?
3: Really? Yeah. You can't and to it. find that offer, this is the other useful bit of information I was about to forget. You go to www.bigfinish creaking chair sorry bigfinish.com forward slash offers forward slash v forward slash randomoid and the code you have to put in is buck up capital letters um all one word no fancy punctuation or
0: um seasoning (laughs) not even a bit of pep no no pepper no sorry a touch of english mustard (laughs) Well, thanks, Ran. Always delivering the goods, always doing your job perfectly. But now, of course, it is that time. And So, as the podcast rushes towards its final destination, with all the wheels coming off, it's just time for Nick and I to make a trailer out of modelling clay. Ooh. where is it oh, I a a bit of clay. i've got
3: some in this uh wrapper here
0: Ooh, very <laughs> nice yes the, the pie and wrapper
3: <laughs> oh, <laughs> giving it away i fancy that clay often used to come in a wrapper like this when i was at school Always i used to love clay pie. except when yeah. it
0: dried and then just oh. made a
3: mess yeah, it's no fun when it dries because you would never done anything good with it right <laughs> <laughs> let's okay. this trailer Coming from Big Finish Productions on the 30th of September 2018, a podcast about the 7th Doctor and Big Finish music.
0: In this particular podcast, we will be discussing the latest releases from The Avengers, Too Many Targets, to Atta Girl, to Doctor Who, The Dispossessed, and even the 11th Doctor Chronicles. Lots to look forward to and in the news we'll be reminding
3: you of the final 24 hours of the short trip sale so it'll be out of date after about a day but never mind also (laughs) the vinyl countdown some big finish exclusive vinyl releases coming out in october Uh, some details of how to pre-order at least one of those and then we talk about big finish day and have a big discussion about who the guests are can't quite agree on that but then
0: mostly we were agreed on that we will have our usual fixtures as well such as listeners emails where it's all a bit controversial Ooh. this week yeah who knows but you know we'll, we'll we're gonna put it out there it's up to you to, to have a listen make up your own opinions and our guest stars are once again jamie robertson and howard
3: carter uh, composers extraordinaire and the story of their theme tune work continues
0: and towards the end of that one we'll also have the drama tease the quantum possibility engine so there you have it i'd say a pretty pretty rocking trailer uh for a pretty rocking podcast well um i'm fairly satisfied
3: with that yeah we're getting better aren't we no (laughs) <laughs> there's no you know it, oh it, no we, we sometimes it's good sometimes it's a complete mess up but anyway you fill me with confidence nick
0: fill me with confidence just be
3: realistic <laughs> time now for the seventh doctor to have a rip-roaring adventure And I I do love this story. I loved the script right from the word go. And I'm so proud in a horribly me, 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 Ian Plowman, egotistical way, let it go, Nick, let it go, Um, (laughs) that I thought of the title because there's a quantum possibility engine in it. And he'd called it, but Guy Adams had called it something else. I said, you've got to call it the quantum possibility engine. To, To give him his credit, he did say, you're absolutely right. But he may be, I don't know. Punching a small effigy of me now. Anyway, by the brilliant Guy Adams, The Quantum Possibility Engine, starring Sylvester McCoy, Bonnie Langford and Sophie Aldred.
5: Nothing stops you, does it, Professor? Drop a tower block on you and you barely break a sweat. Hang on, do Time Lord sweat?
6: I'm going to ignore that question.
5: (laughs) Here she is. I thought you got lost. Not exactly.
1: I'm sorry about this.
5: I really am. (laughs) Earplugs? You're putting earplugs in? I know the Professor goes on sometimes, but... but I have no choice. Hmm? They want the TARDIS and... And I have to give it to them.
6: No! No! What are you
1: doing? my job the TARDIS is yours
4: claimed in the name of the president of the solar system
1: Remember, neither of them are to come to any harm.
4: If you wanted them safe, you shouldn't have sold them on. Too late to get cold feet now.
1: I sold the ship, not its crew.
4: Yeah? I wonder if the boss sees it that way. I guess you're about to find out.
1: Right, you loathsome toad.
4: Speciesist. I'm sorry? Toads
2: are people too, you know. They have feelings.
1: Not this one.
2: Fair point. Miss Bush, finally. So lovely to see you.
1: The feeling is not reciprocated. <laughs> Data tablet?
2: Yes, I can see that. What is it to do with me?
1: It contains a contract clarifying that my debt is fully cleared. Sign it.
2: Uh, in time, Miss Bush, in time. <laughs> Hop.
1: Mr.
2: Dogboulter, sir? My right-hand man. and the only one in this infernal solar system I can trust.
1: Well, when you can program your staff to be loyal...
2: Precisely. I long gave up employing anything with a flesh brain. So unreliable.
1: They would keep thinking for themselves.
2: Exactly. It's my pleasure to serve. That said, Hob does have a great deal of autonomous function, don't you, Hob? Oh, yes, Mr. Dobbolder, sir. I even let him have his own small portfolio. Don't I, Hop?
4: Sewage disposal on Jupiter is currently showing a record profit, Mr.
2: Dobbolder, sir. Yes, good boy. You've learned from the best. So, to business. Mrs. Bush, you've brought the timeship? You know I have. And the operating manual?
1: Here, on a data stick. Uh. You get it once the agreement is signed, not... Before.
2: Now, Miss Bush, does that sound like something I'd agreed to? Naturally, I'm pleased you've been so good as to bring me the ship.
1: You threatened to have me assassinated under galactic law if I
2: didn't. Alongside your travelling companions as abettors, yes. A harsh law, but not one without precedent. If there's one thing the universe doesn't like, it's a debtor.
1: My debt to the Sperivores was supposed to be cancelled.
2: Ah, but it wasn't, Ms. Bush. It wasn't. Though they were pleased to find someone who was willing to buy it from them. <laughs> At a fraction of the original amount, naturally.
4: You are, as ever, the most astute of businessmen, Mr. Dobbolder, sir. <laughs> I know.
1: i fulfilled my end of the bargain. I've brought you the TARDIS and its manual... I want my debt cleared and the assassins called off.
2: All in good time. First, I will, of course, need to verify the contents of that data stick. Mr. Hobb.
4: Built in data port. Please hand me the data stick so I can analyze its contents.
5: At
1: which point, you could copy it. And I've lost any advantage.
2: Advantage? <laughs> Miss Bush, what makes you think you have one of those? <laughs> I didn't get where I am today by allowing people to have advantages. Or even a choice. You will hand the data stick over, and I will then sign your document. That is simply how this must happen. How it will happen. There's no point in beating about the <laughs> Bush. <laughs>
1: Fine. Here you go.
4: Oh, what an interesting file-formatting
1: system. Quite thrilling. You're supposed to be reading it, not asking it out on a date.
2: How long do you need, Hob?
4: It's a rather large file, Mr. Dogbother, sir.
1: It will take me 2.3
2: minutes. Ah, then I suggest you make yourself comfortable, Miss Bush. There's a particularly fine Arcturian single malt over there in the decanter.
1: No, thank you.
2: (laughs) You misunderstand me. I wasn't offering it to you. It's far too expensive to waste on staff. I was asking you to pour it for me.
1: Uh, I'm not a member of staff. Get your own drink.
2: No, you will do it for me. I'm making a point, Miss Bush. Until I sign that document of yours, I own you. And I will sign it. I'm a man of my word, usually. But you would do best to remember the position you're in. So, fetch me a drink. Fine.
5: Uh, what are you uh,
6: oh, well no. ah, ah. oh God, phonic disruptors <laughs> all things oh, I'll have ringing ears for weeks. God Oh no, not you, hello, doctor. A pleasure to see you too. Navin, don't tell me. Mel has been co-opted by the Celestial Intervention Agency. Mel? uh, Is that one of your travelling companions? One loses track. Why have you locked me up? I haven't. As much as it pains me, I'm breaking you out. (laughs) Is that a sonic screwdriver? Uh, No, it isn't. It looks like one. Uh, No, it doesn't. It does. It really does. It's a sonic (laughs) lockpick. It's a sonic screwdriver. You're just embarrassed to admit you're copying me. Very well. Yes, it's a sonic screwdriver. It's based on your designs. It seemed a useful device, so I had one made. I have copyright, you know. Oh, oh do shut up and come on. Hmm. Are there guards? No. There's a troop of soldier robots marching around the place, but we're all clear for now. Good. I presume Ace is also locked up here? I'm not breaking her up, too. Then give me your... Sonic lockpick, and I'll do it. You know I won't help you if you leave her here. (sighs) She's in the cell at the far end. I'm waiting. An explanation, a threat, an attempt at coercion, all the usual when dealing with the CIA. Well, except for an explanation. (laughs) I always have to fight for one of those. You're on station 14. A space station just outside Sol's solar system. Never heard of it. It's owned by the recently elected president of the solar system. He uses it for diplomatic meetings. It's considered neutral territory. It would seem he also uses it for secret research work. Work he would like to hide from interplanetary authorities. Ah. Which relates to why you're here, I suppose? Indeed. Uh, Tell me, Doctor. Doctor. Might you know anything about a stolen TARDIS? Oh. Oh.
4: Oh. 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 Mm. A scan complete, Mr. Dogboulder, sir. Oh. I'm pleased to say the document
2: appears to be genuine.
1: Happy now?
2: I didn't doubt it for a moment.
1: So sign the contract freeing me of my debt and ensuring the continued safety of myself, the doctor and Ace. And our business is done. Continued
2: safety. Let me read this document of yours. Hmm. Hmm. The doctor was never part of this deal. I'm happy to clear your debt, Miss Bush. And you are, of course, free to go. The other human girl, too. She's of no interest to me. I will keep the Doctor, though.
1: That wasn't part of the agreement. The
2: Doctor played no part in our agreement at all, aside from the fact he was also under threat of death, thanks to your illegal ways. I have made no promises as to his continued freedom.
1: I'm not leaving without him.
2: Then you're not leaving! You have nothing to bargain with, Miss Bush. We had a deal and it's concluded. Help Prepare a contract clearing Miss Bush of her debt, but with no further legal assurances.
4: Already done, Mr. Dog Voltasur. Ah.
1: Built-in data port, built-in printer. Do you make toast too?
4: The only thing I enjoy toasting, Miss Bush, are snippy humans. So please continue to mock. The contract, Mr. Dog sir. I
2: shall prepare a counter copy. Hobb uh, enjoys his work, Miss Bush. You would do well not to antagonize him. Now, oh, let me see. Yes. Yes, that all seems acceptable and per our agreement. Miss Bush's copy, Mr. Dombodison? Uh, if you would care to countersign it, Miss Bush.
1: I don't think I would. This offers none of the assurances I was after. It
2: allows you to leave this office debt-free with your life intact. That's all that was promised, and it's all you're getting. Of course, if you're wanting to back out of the deal... What would Ms. Bush's position be, Hobb, were she to try to go back on this agreement?
4: We could sue her for reneging on a verbal contract and instruct interplanetary authorities to terminate her with
2: extreme
4: prejudice.
2: Ah, so probably not the best course of action for you then, Ms. Bush. I'd sign if I were you.
1: I clearly have no choice.
2: No, you never did. It's the only way to run a business. Now, if you would be so kind as to go away, I have things to do. Ah... <sighs> Ah, well, that's that bit of business dealt with. Indeed, Mr. Dolphota, sir. And expertly, if I might add. Oh, hardly that, Hob. After all, we knew we'd get what we wanted, didn't we? The Doctor's ship has been ours for a very long time.
6: Ace. Oh, oh, oh. Come on, Ace. Wakey, wakey. Things to
5: do. <laughs> Professor! Oh, my head! Ow. Take it
6: slowly oh. for a minute. But not too slowly. We have important things to do.
5: Uh, Mel, where is she? What's she playing at?
6: I don't know. I can't
5: believe she turns on us. Well, she must
6: have a good reason. Oh, that's all right, then. I'm sure it's all just been a misunderstanding. We need to go.
5: Oh, who's your friend? He's He's no
6: friend friend of of mine. mine. This is Coordinator Narvin. He's the head of the CIA.
5: CIA? He's an American spy? In that outfit?
6: A Gallifreyan spy. It stands for Celestial Intervention Agency.
5: You lot have a CIA, too? Bit of a coincidence, isn't it?
6: You may think that if you wish. My people get around. So? What's going on? It would seem someone has stolen from Gallifreyan technology and is doing something ill-advised with it.
5: Gallifreyan technology? Like the TARDIS?
6: Exactly like the TARDIS.
5: Oh, you mean...
6: Yes, Ace. My TARDIS.
5: But if they've already been messing around with your TARDIS... How You're long
6: not part of time machine, do you not understand? The minute the president had it in his hands, he could use it to go back in time and hand it to his earlier self. He's had access to that technology for as long as he wishes.
5: Yeah, but that's a paradox, isn't it? It would break the laws of time. Do
6: you think someone willing to steal a TARDIS would worry about that?
5: But I assumed it was dangerous. You know, not so much breaking the law as breaking the universe. It depends on the size of the paradox.
6: The universe can smooth out the odd bump. One can always get away with a certain amount of interference. Uh, And you'd know all about that, wouldn't you, Narvin? I mean, after all, interference is your job. Coming from
0: you, I don't know how you can keep a straight face, Doctor. You've been listening to a Big Finish production. Don't forget to rate, review and subscribe. Or unsubscribe if you're so minded.
3: (laughs) That was so Basil. I love it.